listener production. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, g'day, g'day. Matt O'Kine here with Alex Dyson. We are Matt and Alex. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We hope you're having a good Thursday. Big show today. I'm going to be attempting to blow your mind with a fact um, which you may or may not have heard. Hopefully you haven't. I hate to tell you, listening right now, mm-hmm. um, it's not, often not the best news, but today it's different. You are going to be visiting the doctor today, but not the medical doctor. No. Um, no. No, a more important doctor. No, we're not going to be giving you the razzle-dazzle today, but we are going to be giving you the rizzle-dizzle. Yeah, that's right, Matt and Alex. We will be uh, your Riz doctors helping you out uh, for the Riz. Um, in the place of a, you know, these these pathetic bots that attempt to uh, help your dating life. No, no, no. Let's get the real thing. We can yeah. help you, and we've got someone who needs help desperately. You you were like um, salmon trying to find their way upstream to the spawning fields, all mm. right? And we are the large, hairy creatures standing in the water, mouths agape, trying to catch you. They're called Rizzly Bears, and that's what's going to be happening later on today. Oh, my God. Okay. We're just going to jump right into it like a couple of salmon. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Well, you may know us as Matt and Alex. I mean... Mm. That's uh that's the names that are on our um you know IDs. Well, it's Matthew and Alexander probably. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a bit long to say every day though. Matthew and Alexander's all day breakfast. That's a mouthful. Put that in your bacon and egg roll. Um but a lot of people around the industry have different names for us, don't they? Daiso. Um I can just think of a couple. Yeah. Um uh the Cauldronators. Cauldronators. Um, yeah, the Saunas. Right. Saunas, yeah. We get called that occasionally. Yeah. The Hibachis. The Hibachi right. boys. I yeah, hibachi. actually, yeah. When <laughs> actually, we rolled up on our motorbikes the other day and we had the little chili sewn into the back of our leather vest mm. and they, and you heard people whispering in the, in the background going, Hibachi boys, Hibachi boys. Just right. Well, you know, the Hibachi boys, uh, I mean, the Hibachi is the Japanese grill. I think you're talking about the Habanero boys. Wait, you think I'm talking about the Habanero boys? <laughs> you said hibachi. Yeah, hibachi is the Japanese grill. All oh, right, because I said there was a chili. <laughs> there was a chili on the back, so I yeah. thought, why are you talking about chilies? The, the, anyways, True. we are the, you know, the people call us the hibachi boys. They call us the Habanero mob. Brothers. Yeah, the Habanero brothers. Basically, if there is fire, Habanero hermano. Yeah, I think that's brother in Spanish. If there's fire. There's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yeah, and that's because our takes are so hot. They are piping. You know, this world's world's a lot of, it's all about give and take. Um, we give takes. We give hot takes. Um, so we thought that we'd come up with a, a vessel with which to do it, to give you our opinions. And yeah. the, the spiciest of opinions. And share your opinions as well. It's not just about us. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've got microphones. We can sit here on our little soapbox all day long telling you our opinions. But it's about, but where do you, when do you get that opportunity to share your opinions with the world, to share your hot takes? So um, that's why we're launching the new segment, Hot Take It Away. Hot, 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 hot. Take. Take this. Let it rip. Let give, us it your unpopular, give us your unpopular opinions. Just give us your hot takes. Yeah. And at the end, we will we'll be able to let you know where it sits on the scale. Are, are we 
um, dealing with some liquid magma from the fires of Mount Doom, okay, on this Scoville mm. scale, scale, or as the opinion that you or I or Matt is giving, is it more like a, um, you know, the Rooty Hill RSL butter chicken, <laughs> um, which um, is milder than a Rooty Hill winter. <laughs> So, um, so, you know, we're not just going to leave you hanging though. We've mm. got to lead by example. And, exactly. um, Alex Dyson, I mean, you, you're not afraid to let it rip. You, mm. the, I mean, the man behind the rant, the rodent, yeah, the dog, um, you have shared your opinions before. And is, I mean, is there, you haven't, it's been a while since mm. you've let rip. Is there anything that's been peeving you off recently? Well, you gotta, you gotta give me the setup, setup. Well, Alex Dyson. Hot take it away. Hot, 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 hot take. Take this. Garbage people and CEOs, respect in society, should be flipped. Yes. Should be absolutely flipped. And yes. respect and finances. Mm -hmm. Okay. Imagine a world without the men and women who go and get rid of our garbage. Mm. You know, and there's, there's always jokes about it. You know, oh, do well at school or else you become a garbage person. No, 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 no. In my opinion, only garbage people say that because they're rubbish people. Mm. Garbage people are good people because they mm. get rid of our slop, our waste out of our lives. Imagine whenever there's a garbage strike, it lasts about two days. Oh, Everyone's mate, we like, would crumble. Come back, come back, <laughs> please. We would absolutely fold like an origami crane. If the garbage people decided to just stop. I would like to give a shout out to the garbage people of the world and say that all the people's like, oh, he's a high-flying CEO. Oh, he's this. No. They should be seen to be, when you're telling kids what you want to be, I want to be a CEO. It's like, you've got to roll your eyes. Because imagine what these, these people do. They just stand there and like, what did you do today? And their, you know, underlings tell them, like, oh, I did this. I was thinking of doing this. And they're like, good. No, keep it up. I don't do anything. Mm. So I think in society, we just need to absolutely flip the narrative and exalt these incredible people who take away the waste and recycling. And CEOs, when they walk past, we should be putting a peg on our nose for them because they stink. Do you know what? Because you, you go to the fancy um, the airlines and they've got these special lounges for CEOs. Oh, yeah. We, for a day. You know, for a day, we should be letting the garbage yep. collectors... Into the lounge. Into those lounges. Yep. Thank you, garbage hey, collectors. Help yourself to a bit of sparkling while you wait for your plane. You know, the other thing, like, these people are such nice people. We could always... I mean, there's no reason they couldn't collect garbage 9 to 5. We're like, oh, it's a bit noisy. Would you mind doing it 4 a.m.? They're like, sure. <laughs> we'll get up early and do that. I mean, what <laughs> absolute heroes! <laughs> Why do they have to do it so early? I don't know. <laughs> well, you can anyone tell us why do garbage they people have to get up so early? They must want to do that. They must want to do that to get it out of the way, I guess, so that they can go home, chill oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. They want to be collecting garbage at three in the morning. <laughs> Are you mad? Well, I don't know. Anyway, why change they... it. Change the bank balances. There's about the same amount. I think I, I looked it up on Google. There's, a, there's about I think there's about seven thousand garbage and recycle collectors in Australia and about 6,000 CEOs or vice versa. But 
tell you what, these this crew should be getting, they're the ones that should be getting the golden handshakes. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. That, you've, you've said it, Daiso. And um, you've pretty much ruled out your chances of ever running any of these top tier companies. All right. And, Good. and I hope it was worth it. I would have no respect for myself. All right. Except for our lovely CEO. Yeah. Uh, except for the CEO of uh, Southern Cross Austereo, um, umbrella company of Listener, who uh, does an excellent job, can I say? Because the, he's the only one the I expect. The exception. He, they're the only one I actually respect because, you know why? Because by having our show on their books, they are also handling garbage. So that's, that's why I think they get a pass. Well, Alex Dyson, we mentioned the Rizbot on Monday's show with regards to a little segment called Name That Thang. Mm. Um, you were quite surprised, Dyson, to hear about this this AI invention that helps people up their Riz game. And you were initially pretty unimpressed with what it produced for uh, the uh, subject who had tested it out on the Cosmopolitan website. Yeah. Look, Matt, I like to see problems in society and help out. Okay, what mm. happened the other day when you told me the story of that there's an AI bot trying to help people, you know, formulate charismatic texts to people they're interested in? It was as if I'd gone to the, the swimming pool, right? It's as if I had my kids playing in the pool, look up at the lifeguard chair, and there's just a potato in a red and yellow hat up there. And I'm like, that's not going to get the job done. <laughs> I'm going to have to step in. I'm going to have to put this lifeguard hat on myself. <laughs> you can put one on as well, Matt. Yep. Maybe lifeguard wasn't the right analogy. Maybe you should have no. been at the doctor's office instead of a doctor. There was like a, a capybara in a lab coat or something. I'm like, God, you're going to have to well, hand it here. I think what you're saying is, Alex Dyson, that we have got your PhD to your love life. Pretty huge difference, uh, which we can make. In your love life, yes. Yes, uh, with our PhDs as doctors of the Riz. Matt and Alex are the Riz doctors today, and we're helping out a, uh, a patient by the name of Matt, who's joining us right now. Hello, Matt. Hi, guys. How are you going? Oh, we're good, Matt, but we're sad to hear that you're having a bit of trouble with the Riz. What's going on, mate? Oh, mate, I've, I've got no Riz. I've uh, oh, no. lost my Riz a long time ago, so... <sighs> I thought, who better to help than the two Riz masters themselves? Yeah, oh, look, it's you, fair enough. Where, where do you remember where you put your Riz last? Uh, probably in the back seat of my car, probably have, five years ago. Have, have you ever had Riz? Do you think? I believe back in the day, I had a little bit, mm. which I used wisely, and I've since probably wasted. Right. Do you, I had. do you remember the Riziest things you've ever said? Oh. No, it's not off my head, no. Mm. Well, obviously, you know, you want to step into this knowing our credentials. And um, I think it's fair to say, Matt, your Riz game peaked when you um, <laughs> when you sung Ja Rule to your partner in bed. All um, the time that he was tonguing down the street. <laughs> you mean you were tonguing that bird down the street? <laughs> And did you hear, actually, Matt, did you hear that this the person who asked Matt, who, who Matt was ma making out with on the street, only asked him if he had the time. <laughs> and then next, next minute, 
they're having a we little, were... he's having a minute on the neck, if you know what I mean. <laughs> to make sure I've got my watch on is what you're saying. Yes. Well, look, we, we're here to help, um, I, you know, and I, and I, I'm a dad. Which means I have done it at least once. So I do know somewhat what I'm talking about, Matt. I'm a dad myself. I've done it at least once myself as well. Okay, good okay. work. Good Let's work. see if we well. can get it up to twice by helping you out here. <laughs> what is the issue? Well, I recently just matched with a girl on uh, Bumble, mm. uh, doing the friendly, hey, how are you? What's going on? Basic sure. interest. And I just don't know how to make that next step to meet or, you know, do I try and be funny and uh, throw the riz out or do I um, just go with emotions and, and do the usual questions? Place when was safe, the last yeah. time you guys chatted on this on this app? Uh, yesterday. Okay. You, okay, can so you read fresh. us the last message that was, was sent between the two of you? The last message was, uh, give me a sec here. I'm uh, pretty sure it was, uh, well, I'm off to bed now. Night, night, talk in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I write, good night, sweet dreams, hope you sleep well. Good. Okay, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's pleasant. That's, that's pleasant, Matt. It's nice. It's gentle. But let's get um, down to Rizness. Rizness, yes. <laughs> um, that's what I'm here for. Um, all right. So, yeah, Daiso, what do you reckon? We need to open up the conversation again here, Matt. Um, <clears throat> can, can we get a few pieces of information about what this person does, whether it's work or hobbies, what they like or dislike? As far as I know, it's only early in the stages, but she works as a online shopping manager uh, mm-hmm. for a highly reputable supermarket. Okay. Um, she has two ch- young children. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so far, that's about all I know. So it's very, okay, that's very good. That's early. good. That's, you know that's, that's you all know we enough. need to work with. That's all we need to work with. We are the Mr. Squiggle of Riz. Okay, yep. all you need to give us is a couple of little starters, and then we yep. give you some lines to use. Sounds good. Okay, okay. Well, what about this? What about this, Matt? Okay, so uh, you, you say that they're a um, you know online shopper for a supermarket. What about this? What, okay, you could open with this next time you're uh, in on the in the chat. <clears throat> is that an unrecognizable? Object in bagging area, or are you just happy to see me? All right. Um, much better than what I can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> How about this one? All right. In the supermarket industry, <clears throat> you could say, hey, are you a major Australian supermarket? Because you're the cause of inflation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Rizzler has come through with the goods, I believe. <laughs> All right. Good. And as always, <laughs> as always, Matt, look, we're happy to help. You're happy to take those with you and uh, go on. What about this? What about this? What about this? Okay, well, you, could make, you could say, um, hey, am I your prices? Because I'm going down. <laughs> mm. Oh, they just get better and better. Yeah. Okay, there you well, go. They're, they're all free for you to use. That's all, all right to go. But to go we also work, advocate or? here at the Riz Doctors, <laughs> you know, there's always a little bit of fine print when you're heading along to the pharmacist, and that yep. is... I mean, just being yourself and saying the truth is always really good. So like saying, hey, I talked about you a little bit on a podcast that I listened to because it must mean I like you a little bit. And so I hope your day's going well. I've been thinking about you. Something wow. Like that. That's, that's <laughs> another option. That's the little fine print. A little, little good icebreaker, I think, yes. Something like that. Hey, All do you right. listen to Matt and Alex's podcast? <laughs> 
That's a good opening line. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just just quickly between the the. I know I got stuck into O'Kine there before, but tugging onto some bird down the down the street. But also, uh, Alex Dyson, you don't get away with it. Was it you who photocopied or printed out AFL rules and stats on players on how to win a lady over to try and teach her AFL? That is Alex Dyson. It sure is. He printed out a whole rule, rule book Mate, on how. We are, we are so, the Scientologists of Riz. If you want to get to that <laughs> level of Riz, you're going to have to sign up on a monthly fee for at least two years before you get to the point where you, yes, as you said, I made a, a 10-page PDF document um, bespoke to highlight uh, AFL teams that they might want to go for. <laughs> no, be yourself, mate. It's the best uh, way to do it because then, then, like, if they don't like you, that's perfect. You've saved yourself so much time. It's perfect. Oh, definitely. I, I appreciate the help and I'll uh, get back to you on how things uh, progress. Please Can't do. Can't wait to hear the update, Matt. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you, guys. See ya. Good luck, mate. Bye. And now it's time for... Give me a second. I even gave you a long <laughs> and brawn. Mind alone. Thank you very much. That's right. Matt O'Kine comes in with a fact designed to astonish, astound, and um, blow your mind. Matt, what have you got this week? Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, a lot of people gearing up for a very big weekend in which Mardi Gras is taking place. Sydney's gay and lesbian, lesbian Mardi Gras happening down Oxford Street. It took a couple of years off, went to the stadiums, and now it's happening um, uh, on uh, one of Sydney's sort of most prominent boulevards. It's been a bit uh, controversial this has, week. It has, yeah. That was really terrible stuff, uh, all the reasonings behind um, why it's sort of mostly been in the news recently, and I don't want to touch on that too much. Um, but I was actually stay in quite... the celebratory mood. Yeah, well, that's it. It's um, you know, there's the, I mean, there's no denying um the tragic events that have happened in the lead up to this. Um, but what I was shocked to know, Daiso, is um a bit of history behind Mardi Gras because I was not aware that Mardi Gras is actually French for Fat Tuesday. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay, well, okay, fine, fine. That's not the f- most okay. m- mind-blowing. <laughs> no, okay. Mild. Wrong. Yeah. But what about this? What about this? Okay, so the first one took place 24th of June, 1978. Okay, up first until Australian 19- edition, yeah. Australian edition, yeah. And it was actually held as a bit of a uh, protest uh, against what was called the Stonewall Riots, which was an event that took place in New York about 10 years before that in which cops raided a gay bar in New York in 1969. Um, but it was also organized as a bit of a call out to end discrimination against um, gay and lesbian people in employment and housing, to end police harassment, etc. So um, <clears throat> it was supposed to be 20, 10 p.m., but as people sort of cr- rolled out of you know the, the Oxford Street bars and clubs, um, there was a bit of a street chant that went out of the bars and into the streets, which everyone sort of got on board with, and suddenly... There's a few thousand people who were a part of this parade that walked all the way down to Hyde Park, which then got blocked off by police. So they walked all the way to King's Cross, where 53 people were arrested. Now, the thing that I find really interesting here is that even though most of the charges got dropped, the Sydney Morning Herald published um, the names of all the people who got arrested in full, which led to lots of them being outed to their family and friends and getting fired 
by their employers because homosexuality was still illegal in Sydney until 1984. Illegal until 84. You heard me right. I mean, that hey, is mind-blowing. The, the it was way still, that... You were still able to bloody um, discriminate against people breastfeeding in public until 1984. They changed so, those rules at the same time? Yeah, it was the Sex Discrimination Act, um, which was the same thing, really, which I find weird, Daiso, because the Sex Discrimination Act in 1984 meant that, you know, it was unlawful to discriminate against a person because of their sex, gender, identity, sexual orientation, etc. but also because they're breastfeeding. That's not sex. 83 was a great time for discrimination. <laughs> There'll be discriminators out there who'd be like, oh, life's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, it is always mind-blowing to see uh, how far we've come, but always good to see how far we've got to go as well. Keep your eyes on the prize. I do need to clarify the Anti-Discrimination Act is different for different states. Queensland's, you know, there's one from 1991. I think Tasmania was the last people to do it, decriminalised in 96. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think, or maybe 97. Anyways, look, I found all of that quite interesting. Mm. So what do you think? I'll give you the mind blown. Mind blown. Blown away. And hopefully, just like that audio, there were also fireworks happening around the streets of Sydney this weekend. Celebration glitter. It should be a good time. We also like getting mind blowns from your good self. So if you found a fact recently that you go, whoa, the first thing you should do is grab your phone and send a voice memo to matt.and.alex, uh, just as Louie has done. Hi, Matt, Alex, and Bron. Got a mind blown fact for you here. Got it on the back of a Garfield calendar, so you know it's true. Uh, the average adult's human blood vessels are long enough to wrap around the earth more than two times. Blew my mind. Blood vessels. In a single body. Wrapped around the earth two times. How many bloody blood vessels do we have in the... In the bod? I don't know. It, I don't even understand, like, what a blood vessel is. Is that, like, the veins or what? That can't be right. That's, it's like... Maybe some of the veins, The, the yeah. little pores that the, the blood comes out of. You know when you cut yourself, right? That'd have to be that. That'd be blood vessels, wouldn't they? Yeah, it'd be true. Because they carry like, blood. They're those, they're those creepy, um, you know, German body exhibitions. I think sometimes they, like, take out someone's real nervous system or blood vessel system, circulatory system, and put them out. But around the world, twice... That doesn't sound right. I don't well, that's it. for you, Matt, because you think the Earth's flat. Um, you can't go around <laughs> that's it. That's why it's just go back impossible. I don't believe it. it. <laughs> Mild grown it, mate. Mild grown it. <laughs> no, thank you, Louie, for getting in touch. And thank you for listening to another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's time for us to wrap this bad boy up and um, get you ready for a big show tomorrow. And also, Alex Tyson, if you haven't bought your tickets to our 1,000th show, live spectacular that's happening at Melbourne, um, in Melbourne at Comedy Republic, then do get to the Comedy Republic website and grab your tickets ASAP. That's right. They are going quickly. So uh, you'd want to get in pretty quick if you want to make it to the festivities. Until tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>